Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, I just have a, like one question about a story. All right, one question, that's it. The story is a 20-year-old man was stung by African killer bees. He swallowed 30 of them. Uh, they, he sliced open a hive while trimming a lemon tree. All right, he was put into a medical coma, induced coma. He has since uh, woken up. And he remains on a ventilator after suffering the stings. His family watched the episode unfold on the ground, couldn't come to his rescue because uh, they would also come under attack. I mean, we've heard of this happening before. We've talked of it happening happening before. It's horrible, horrible. So he was uh, slicing uh, down a lemon tree, trimming it up, sliced into the hive, and they were a little unhappy. A tad. They were a tad unhappy, these bees that he cut into their hive. And, you know, who can blame them? Somebody starts cutting into your home, you're going to be angry as well. So the firefighters came and they finally rescued him and he was stung and he looked like he had a a blanket around his head. There were so many bees around him. And they claim now, and he's awake and he should be fine. I mean, he's going to have a full recover, recovery, fortunately. They have a GoFundMe set up for him. Uh, you know, I'm sure that he needs the money uh, for recovery. It's not cheap to be in a hospital forever and have, uh, have the care that you're getting, uh, that he's getting. But the question I have is that they claim that he was stung 20,000 times. 20,000 times times now we know he swallowed 30 of them i can understand how you count those all right that was uh they were down there the doctor said hey they were in there they used a suction cup it took them a couple of days to get them out and figure out where they all were you know during all this time but they claim that he was stung twenty thousand times i just i want to know who counted them i want to know how we know that it was twenty thousand stings i it was terrible i mean the guy is lucky to be alive no question um i I, and i I don't wish this on anyone well most people i don't wish this on most people however i just all i want to know is how we got to the twenty thousand times that's all i want i just want to know just answer my question that's it i want to know who counted them i want to know if it was a guess I want to know if maybe they counted, uh, you know, a, a one by one inch square on his body and then just multiplied that out for the size of him, whatever the case. I just want to know how it was done because 20,000 stings is what they're saying. I just feel like if you were actually stung 20,000 times, you would not be alive. But he obviously is, so I guess I'm wrong. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. (laughs) 
So even if you've been stung 20,000 times or 10,000 times, you still have an opportunity to live like our man in Cincinnati has. However, uh, we know now that life expectancy has dropped for the second consecutive year. According to a report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the fall is the largest two-year drop in nearly 100 years. Brings the United States life expectancy to 76.1 years. That's down from 77.3 in 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, deaths from COVID-19, 50%, and drug overdoses on intentional injuries were 15.9%, which you know primarily contributed to the de- decrease. American Indian and Alaskan Native people saw the largest drop with a decrease of uh, 1.9 years to 65.2 and uh, and a 6.5 year drop in 2020 white americans <laughs> i hate those white americans saw the second highest decline with a decrease of 1 year to 76.4 followed by black americans 0.7 years to 70.8 and hispanic americans uh, 0.2 years to 77.7 years asian americans saw the lowest decline with only 0.1 year decrease to 83.5. Now, I feel like we talked about Hawaii having the uh, highest life expectancy at one point. Uh, Anyway, 80.7 years of age, while Mississippi uh, had the lowest, 71.9 years of age. I mean, look, I, I I think... We've, it's been going up and up and up forever. We, we have more octogenarians than ever, um, or at least, you know, what I think is more than ever. And so remember, I mean, I feel like 75 is the new 50. Uh, it just seems that way. But if we're going to start dropping, and that's probably, you know, heck, I mean, the economy is starting to hurt a little bit and uh you know people are having a problem with the medications and uh seeing doctors and it's just kind of you're getting stung thousands of times so perhaps your uh you know age uh, is going to drop a little bit i mean i remember seeing pictures when i was you know a little kid and you know your grandparents looked so old and they were like 50 i <laughs> <laughs> and it's just amazing that uh you know how far we've come so hopefully that's just not a sign uh a bad sign i don't want it to be a bad sign i want it just to be a kind of you know an outlier covid brought it on we're gonna we're gonna pick it back up that's what i want that's you know what that's what i'm going to believe and you can't stop me so we've got another recall uh yeah i know it's like a recall world and it's you know we talk about food shortages hello life expectancy so we had uh, the frozen pizzas yesterday and we've talked about other recalls that have happened with our food supply well uh animal crackers no not those animal crackers the green wise organic animal crackers sold at public Publix stores across the southeast i'm a huge fan of Publix. i, I went there a lot although i worked for their competitor win dixie for many years uh the uh tufayan bakery the maker of Publix Greenwise organic animal crackers announced a voluntary recall of a batch of the cookies due to an undeclared tree nut allergen and you can't have that you cannot have that so the product was 
distributed to public supermarkets in seven states, uh, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, and Tennessee. So if you have uh, the Greenwise Organic Animal Crackers with an expiration date of February 5th, 2023, uh, and you know they give you a listing of the UPC code, uh, 0414151200099. Uh, that's going to be found on the back of the patch. Uh, it comes in eight ounce packages. It may contain coconut. So if you are going to end up <laughs> having convulsions because of coconut, you don't want these around. All right. Don't be eating them. So return the product for a full refund or throw it away. But I would say. You know, if you're buying organic animal crackers, uh, uh, is coconut really your issue? I feel like it's not. But again, I know it's just me. I don't know if it's going to extend your life or not, but 16% of Americans say they currently smoke marijuana, with 48% of the respondents saying that they have tried it at some point in their life. The highest rate ever recorded by Gallup. Last year was only 12% said they had used marijuana. So a majority of people say they smoke marijuana more than cigarettes based on a data from a new Gallup poll. Wow. Uh, Gallup poll finds that uh, marijuana use was higher among adults between 18 and 34 with 30% responding that they smoke pot and 22% consume marijuana edibles. These numbers are significantly lower in both categories for adults 35 to 54 and 16% of Americans 55 and older, or 35 to 54 is 16% and only 7% with Americans 55 and older. Wow. So a record uh, low of 11% of adults reported smoking cigarettes. I mean, smoking, they've made such a, you're such a pariah uh, smoking now. And that, and it's, you know, okay, can we admit that it's bad for you, bad for your body? Sure, let's go ahead and admit that. Um, most things are, right? Everything in moderation. Don't you know that? Stop it. So approximately three in 10 non-smokers uh, stating they used to smoke a uh, big drop in cigarette use compared to 45% in the 1950s. Yeah, I mean, they've made it so bad and they've made it so you can't do it anywhere. Duh. Uh, <laughs> so this phone interview poll was with 1,013 people, 18 or older in all 50 states and Washington, D.C. When asked what the effect they thought marijuana had on society, 49% of the respondents said it was positive. 50% said cannabis has negatively impacted society. Wow. 68% of adults think marijuana should be legal. Most adults who have ever tried marijuana believe its effects on users and society as a whole are positive. 72% of the people who have never tried marijuana think it's bad for society. So right now, recreational marijuana is legal in 19 states, Washington, D.C., and Guam, while 37 states allow some form of medical marijuana. Six states could vote on the ballot measures legalizing marijuana this coming November. And uh, those, uh, you know, and probably will pass. So they'll join the other 19 states. 
So just incredible. Uh, you know, marijuana, I, I have no idea. It certainly should not be this horrific crime that we made it into at one point here in this country. And so if you're incarcerated on marijuana charges, and I, I don't know what the number is, so just I'm just talking off the top of my head now to you. Uh, you know, I don't know what the number is uh, as far as, you know, selling it and all that kind of stuff. But if you're incarcerated over marijuana charges, that should not happen. Uh, if it's strictly just marijuana charges, that, I mean, we need to, we need to let these people go. Let my people go. Are you speaking, are you pot now? Yes, that's what I am. I'm, it's been a long time for me personally, been a long time since I have used marijuana. But, uh, you know, I'm not opposed to it. And uh, it, I should actually change that. It's been a long time since I've smoked marijuana because I have had some edibles. Somebody gave me some edibles. Where did I get those edibles? Anyway, and, uh, it, you know, I, was, I, would, I think I would rather smoke it if I was going to use it again because I had, I loved it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying that at the time in my life when marijuana was a big part of it, I, you know, okay, okay, fine. Let's fire it up. What do you say we go over to the break room? I've got the Monty's for some reason. I don't know if they were high or not, but congratulations to Imogen Young and Lloyd Clarkson. Both took home the titles for women's and men's title in the World Gravy Wrestling Championships. Yes, I know. I know what you're thinking. Wait, I thought those were canceled. Yeah, that was only due to COVID. Okay, 2020 and 2021. It's back this year, baby. The 12th annual, or it was back, uh, the 12th annual World Gravy Wrestling Championships, uh, which took place <laughs> earlier this week. And, uh, you know, you fight in a pool of gravy with two-minute bouts. I know it sounds, uh, you know, I don't know, fun. <laughs> it uh, sees competitors wrestle in a pool of gravy for two minutes with points being scored for fancy dress, entertainment value, and wrestling ability. Yay. So again, congratulations to Emojin Young, uh, who won the woman's title, and Lloyd Clarkson, who took the men's title. It uh, took place at the Rosen Bowl Pub in Rosendale, Lancher. And uh, the pub restaurant manager, Carol Lowe, said it was amazing to be back, I bet. Basically, she said, uh, I'm sorry, Ms. Lowe, said that people come in fancy dress, men and ladies, and then they wrestle in gravy and get eliminated as the day goes on. It's very messy. <laughs> that seems to me that it would be fun. It would be fun. 
But then again, maybe not. I mean, it would be fun to watch. I don't know that it would be fun to wrestle in gravy all day as you keep having two-minute bouts to win. Plus, you're in gravy. Some of the pictures, they're, they're wrestling in this... Well, it looks like nastiness, but it's not. It's gravy. And who doesn't love gravy? Yesterday, we talked about uh, crashes that are spilling food all over the road. You know, we had the Alfredo sauce all over the highway in uh, Memphis. I think we had the tomatoes all over the highway in California. And now we have uh, gummy bears all over the highway in Arkansas. I know, uh, gummies all over the road. Uh, I, I don't know how many gummies actually made it to the road because the picture shows them picking up the boxes of candy off the road. So, you know, traffic is obviously backed up and it closed up the interstate, a couple of lanes of the interstate, and they had gummy bears uh, all over the place. But it sent the story is it sent boxes of gummy bears spilling onto the interstate, not the actual gummy bears. People weren't driving over the gummy bears. So, I mean, and that's kind of good, right? And uh, I guess we still can sell them. <laughs> Look for uh, Markdown Gummy Bears at your local uh, store uh, in Arkansas because I'm sure they're, oh, these gummy bears were involved in an accident. Do you still want them? Yes, I do. I'll take my chances with the gummy bears that spilled out of the semi-trailer and onto the highway that you picked up and are now reselling to me. Okay? All right. Thank you. Speaking of buying uh, damaged goods, I see where the uh, Global Dream 2, the world's biggest cruise ship, or it certainly was supposed to be, is set to be sold for scrap metal. Things are going great. Things are going great for the cruise companies. Uh, This uh, company went bankrupt the 1.6 billion dollar vessel built with 20 decks and a water park yeah we're just gonna go ahead and scrap it (laughs) we need the money uh we went bankrupt we don't know what we're doing uh we're just gonna go ahead and sell it (laughs) and we're gonna sell for what we can get oh okay weren't you supposed to carry 9,000 passengers and have a cinema and it was the world's yeah yeah we spent a billion a little over a billion but what are you gonna do we're a german hong kong shipbuilding company and uh you know what we're gonna go bankrupt so they tried to sell it nobody wants it because things are going that well in the uh cruise line industry so we're just gonna go ahead and scrap it uh it sucks uh there's no doubt about it but uh i mean maybe you can get a good deal maybe you know what we need to do serious business now this is just uh, no joke no joke what am i joe biden all of a sudden no joke um why don't we instead of scrapping it why don't we get the un to buy it and send it over to pakistan and let people live on it until they get done with the flooding. I'm just a thought is all. Uh, we can call it, uh, you know, the Pakistani Ark or whatever you want to do. And if that's not enough, if housing 9,000 people or more on this ship in Pakistan for the people that are homeless now because of this once-in-a-lifetime climate change flood that really isn't, it's just the monsoon season, uh, that, uh, 
you know, let them stay on this. There you go. Instead of us giving all this money and cash to have it just be sucked into the black hole of Pakistan, why don't we just, and the black hole of the United Nations, why don't we just ship it over and take it? We'll take it. We'll take your, we'll take the vessel and we'll name it a new name and we'll just let the Pakistanis live on it until the flooding is gone. I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here, trying to help the world instead of selling this ocean liner for scrap. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help. That's all. I'm just trying to help. I mean, I know the cruise line industry is still kind of reeling from the COVID vaccine, from the pandemic of COVID. I see where, uh, Elon has just announced a deal with, uh, Royal Caribbean where he's going to implement SpaceX's Starlink on the cruise lines so that you'll have the fastest broadband internet, innovative broadband internet service on the Royal Caribbean International, the Celebrity Cruises, the Silver Sea Cruises. And I'm sure, and this is just me, again, I don't know, but we could ask. I'm sure that Elon would put up, uh, you know, slap on a couple of Starlinks on the old old, uh, Global Dream 2 before it goes to scrap metal and then that way the Pakistanis can have some internet too while they're on the ship I'm telling you this is a good idea I don't know why no, and, and people aren't thinking of it but it's a good idea and it would help save lives instead of you saw the pictures the pictures are horrific I mean people are suffering over there because of the flooding buildings are falling down they're building little tarp houses to live in because they've got to have some place to have some kind of shelter it's, it's bad so we use the Global Dream 2, and that houses at least 9,000, at least. It was supposed to, they say that it was going to have 9,000 visitors, but that's not counting the workers, right? So you're looking at, what, maybe 10,000 people that they could house on the Global Dream 2? And then if Royal Caribbean, uh, any of their cruise lines are just sitting there collecting dust, send them over to Or we could even use, you know what, we use the Global Dream 2 and... We can ship over some of the yachts that we took from the oligarchs and let them sit out there and let the people live on those too. That'll go over well. I mean, what are we going to do with them? What are we doing with those yachts now? They're just collecting dust, barnacles growing on the bottom of them. So let's tip them to Pakistan and let people live on them so that they can survive instead of dumping cash into the black hole of the UN. You're welcome. You are welcome. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. For those of you listening live, today is the 1st of September, 2022. 50 years ago, 50 years ago, this day, September 1st, 1972, the match of the century happened. American chess grandmaster Bobby Fischer 
defeats Russian Boris Spassky for the World Chess Championship in Reykjavik, Iceland. I know, it was awesome, and it still is awesome. So, it was the most publicized title match ever. Bobby was 29 at the time. Um, he was, I mean, he's Bobby Fischer. If you don't know who Bobby Fischer is, look it up. He is the, the chess king of the world. And uh, he, you know, I, I mean, movies, songs, books, all of it. Uh, you know, and he had his, uh, you know, what made him great was that he was arrogant and demanding. And, you know, whacked out of his mind chess champion. That's what made him great. He, uh, the whole match was, you know, politically motivated, kind of. It was against the Soviets. And he had already accused the Soviets of rigging rigging the tournament. And he, did, he said, uh, uh, you know, it's really the free world against the lying, cheating, hypocritical Russians. <laughs> <laughs> he said they always suggest that world leaders should fight it out hand to hand that's the kind of thing we're doing okay nice now he was while it was the you know americans against the russians the nasty the uh, lying cheating and hypocritical russians he still was an american and wanted money and he wanted more money and he wanted a cut of tv and the film rights uh yeah uh, i was a little bit of ahead of his time for that and he should have gotten it but he didn't show up to the opening ceremony. He was like, eh, now I'm going to hold out. Now I want more money. So they doubled the prize purse. They had uh, some British billionaire, this Jim Slater, doubled the prize purse. And it's been said that Henry Kissinger, who was the national security assistant for President Nixon at the time, uh, gave him a call and said, uh, hey, Americans want you to go over there to beat the Russians. You know, he may have said a few other things than that. <laughs> but he went over and he was awesome. The uh, the billionaire uh, said that uh, I'm not worried about everybody thinks that Bobby Fischer is graceless, rude, and insane. I don't care about that. I did it because uh, he was going to challenge the Russian supremacy and it was good for chess. And he was right because uh, it was. So Fisher won $156,250 for the feat. The Grandmaster Spassky earned uh, $93,000. And then Fisher lost the world title by forfeited seventy-five when he refused to play against uh, the Russian in Manila after the competition's governing body failed to meet his demands. Yeah, he asked for more stuff. And they were like, no, we're not going to give it to you. And he was like, well, fine, I'm not coming. Screw off. Oh, you're the world champion. Everyone knows I'm the world champion. Okay? All right. <laughs> and then he disappeared. Then he reappeared for a match against Spassky again in 1992. He won. And that was, uh, it was held in uh, Yugoslavia under uh, a United Nations embargo at the time. So, of course, that led to conflict with all the governments and his participation. And then uh, he was granted an Icelandic passport and citizenship. And so that's where he lived uh, when he died in 2008 of uh, kidney failure. So amazing, uh, amazing story and an amazing life. Bobby Fischer, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Searching for Bobby Fischer. And it really doesn't have anything to do with Bobby Fischer except that that's the title. And it's about the chess prodigy Josh Waitzkin. 
and uh, the title is Searching for Bobby Fischer. And I, I love that movie so much. Joe Montana, Ben Kingsley, uh, Max Pamrock. It's really a cool. If you have not seen Searching for Bobby Fischer, I mean, it came out in like 1993. <laughs> but it is really, really, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, I think. It's one, it's up there. There's a lot of movies. I mean, there's a number of movies that are really, really good and really, really funny. But this movie is probably one of my favorites. It's, uh, I enjoy the heck out of it. In fact, I may have to watch it again very, very soon. So those of you listening in California, uh, I hope everything is okay. I know we went through this here in Texas for a brief period of time where they were asking us to voluntarily conserve energy because they were concerned about the power grid going off. And it's not fun, but uh, they asked uh, people, they issued a statewide flex alert, and they asked people to set your thermostats to 78 or higher, avoid using large appliances, and also charging electric vehicles. And, oh yeah, don't forget to turn off unnecessary lights. So, there you have it. I mean, this is happening all over the country at a time when they're telling us that we need to do more for the environment by using more electricity not run by coal. Oh, okay. So I thought power just came from the little magic box on the wall. I I guess not. I guess not. And sad news out of Texas. (laughs) I know. Well, it could be still happy news. It might not all be sad. Um, Ten years ago, a company uh, that went by the name of Texas Central High Speed Railway announced plans for a bullet train that would take passengers from Dallas to Houston in 90 minutes. Trains would be running up to 205 miles per hour by 2020. Uh, except uh, it's 2022 and it is not happening. <laughs> So, uh, and this is, and this is, you know, how sad is it when were they in the story, they talk about, well, this is when vice president, then vice president Joe Biden told the Dallas crowd, you're going to lead this country into an entirely new era of transportation. Um, excuse me, Mr. Vice president, president, um, an era of new transportation is not a train, but hey, what do I know? So apparently uh, they've had a bunch of people leave, like uh, leadership people. Uh, yeah, I'm out. We're done. Have a nice day. <laughs> Take care. I'm out. So they even got a ruling uh, earlier this year by a judge that said that Texas Central could use eminent domain for its high profile project. So they allow, they're saying, yeah, go ahead. Ah, people won't get out of your way. Just move them. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. I mean, nothing says Texas like your land isn't your land. It's unbelievable. But they got the news and the board had already disbanded. The CEO and president had resigned. The original timeline is shot and land acquisition is down to almost nothing now. So very sad, very sad news that the train between Dallas and Houston, that's going to be, you know, take 90 minutes to travel there and go 200 miles an hour is not going to be up and running because, oh, that sounds familiar. There's so many of these train companies, 
train corporations trailblazing the future and they spend way too much money on land there's so much fraud so much collusion and then they just close down almost sounds like something that happened in california oh my gosh it was and so now we're this is almost going to go with good goodbye have a nice day we're not going to use it i mean we might hop on it let's go to houston it'll be fun we'll take the train and then what are you going to do when you get to houston walk around in 100 degree weather sweat and you don't have a vehicle so then you're going to just stay close to the train station wherever that lets you out then hop back on the return train and travel back to dallas uh, or people in houston will come to dallas and do the same thing it's just dumb dumb i mean i don't believe that we have the desire to go between dallas and houston in 90 minutes on a bullet train for oh, it's not called the bullet train it's just a tr- fast running train at 200 miles per hour and uh it does and make money i mean we have plenty of trains going up in this neck of the woods from the airport to the cities and you know who rides them nobody now that might change as gas prices and uh, other things start to happen uh, around the country that affect people's travel the ways of travel but uh, as of right now nobody hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, good news. The FDA has cleared the new boosters without uh, the complete data from human trials. We knew that was coming. And uh, that's it's now one of those normal things, just like the flu shot. Uh, it's the first time it's been done for COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, the FDA has relied on data from mouse trials. We talked about that the other day. Plus, uh, yeah, we used uh, human data from uh, the humans that we gave it to originally. That's all. So they're out. It's good to go. Today, uh, the CDC uh, is going to have their advisory panel weigh in on whether to issue their own recommendation to clear the shots. I wonder what they'll decide. I wonder what they'll decide. Then, uh, you know, of course, the CDC director makes the final call. I wonder what they'll decide. I wonder what they'll decide. Ugh. So they're going to start shipping the doses out. Uh, the goal is to get the, you know, get it out there and get people boosted at the pharmacies and the doctor's offices. Yay! I mean, good luck. Good luck, because I feel like uh, it's not going to happen. Not the percentages that you want. I mean, we've got uh, mandates and lockdowns long gone. Uh, The the CDC and the FDA have definitely lost their pandemic grip. There's no doubt about that. And so Americans are like, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, You know for years how we 
decided our own fate on our health and what we did. <laughs> we're going to go back to that because we got really sick of you telling us what to do. So we're not going to do it anymore. How about that? <laughs> what do you got to say to that? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I know our great president is speaking tonight. If you're listening live, it is the, I said earlier, it's the 1st of September, uh, 2022, and the president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden, is going to be speaking tonight on how, how our rights are being lost. He won't remind everyone that it's because of him, but <laughs> it's just silly of me to think like that. Oh, did you see where uh, the wing closes all locations? This really could be a who died today? Who died today? The wing. You remember the wing, the all-female club network known for its feminist-themed marketing and millennial pink walls? Uh, yeah, it uh, it emailed members uh, the other night that uh, yeah, we're it's a permanent shutdown. I know we've got six remaining locations open, but not anymore. Uh, we're closed. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, we're done. So, so much for the feminist boys club. Uh, you know, I mean, it cost ninety-five to three hundred dollars a month to be part of the wing club. Wow! So it was purchased. Uh, remember the CEO uh, left under racism charges or whatever. So it was purchased by uh, Office Space Company, IWG, PLC or whatever. It's IWG. Uh, they have the majority stake in the wing. And so the people that work for wing or the people that are left working for wing, I uh, guess, can take uh, other positions with Office Space. So maybe they didn't lose their jobs. That's great. That's good. I don't want people to lose their jobs, but I just find it interesting that the woman's club uh, couldn't hang on. I know. I know. Blame it on the pandemic. Okay. So it opened up in 2016. So uh, rest in peace, the wing, six years old, <laughs> dead at six years old. <laughs> So we started out uh, talking uh, earlier in the show about life expectancy, and then I see this uh, list, uh, goals before the age of 30. And there's uh, 30 goals that you need to achieve before the age of 30. Build an emergency fund, side hustle at $1,000 a month, invest in retirement, exercise daily, read 10 books a year, create a legit budget, get a credit card, pay off credit card, find true friends. True friends, eat healthier food, save for large purchase, buy your first home, take a big risk, start an online business, learn how to code, uh, fail and learn from it, have a relationship, college degree or similar, uh, pat pat off student loan, pay. That's a, a misprint, and this this thing is agonizing. Pay off student loan. Buy your first car, build your website, learn a foreign language, share your knowledge, write an ebook, volunteer your time, learn how to cook, improve your credit score, save $1,000 a month, find your true passion, travel to five countries. So, 30 goals before the age of 30. <laughs> Okay, 
hey, good luck. Man, I hope I can pull that off. I'll tell you that. And as long as we're doing lists, uh, let's go with uh, the average American has only been to five of these places. Okay, The average American has only been to five of these places. And I'm, I'm just assuming that this is true because that's what it says here. And I got it online. Uh, Statue of Liberty, Grand Canyon, Walt Disney World, Zion National Park, Space Needle, Hollywood Sign, Las Vegas Strip, Times Square, Yellowstone, Everglades, Pikes Peak, Chicago River, Washington Monument, Mount Rushmore, French Quarter, Golden Gate Bridge, Riverwalk, Niagara Falls, Mall of America, Gateway Arch, Empire State Building, Road to Hannah, Fort Sumner, at the Alamo, Wright Brothers Memorial, the White House, Yosemite National Park, Liberty Bell, Central Park, South Beach, Arlington Cemetery, St. Augustine, Lake Tahoe, Alcatraz. You know, the average American has only been to five of those places. Wow. That's, if that's true, you need to get out a little bit. Do get your 30 for 30 goals and then get out a little bit. Okay. That's my, that's my tip for you on life today. Get your 30 for 30 goals and then get out a little bit. You're welcome. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.